Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Then I'll be gone and you can live. All right, welcome back to episode 23, the Jordan year of two drunk brothers and a brawn year. Well, not not this year, it ain't. Um, <laughs> and we said we wouldn't be, do, be doing an episode every single week um, after the football season ends, but... We actually have some stuff to talk about. We're going to do a little bit of NBA talk this this week on this week's episode, talking about NBA All-Star Weekend, talking about our preseason, preseason NBA picks. We had a couple big storylines drop in the NFL this week, so we want to record a quick podcast. We'll be near as long, probably around a little short, around 30 minutes. Um, but anyway, we did do some Grammys picks, and the Grammys were on Sunday, and I, I dude. I don't know why I watched these shows. Kind of like Travis tweeted out and said it was an hour and a half of commercials, Dude, yeah. five minutes of performances, and then like five, ten minutes of actual awards. And more than half the performances are ones I could really care less about. Yeah. The awards are really all I care about, and they only announced, what, five? I think they announced like five or six awards during these things, and it's just three and a half hours long. Yeah, so we did pretty good, though. Um, we're not going to cut those on our gambling records. I think we won like three out of four total on those but it was fun to watch uh i think next sunday so i can't i don't know the date is the is the oscar so we'll talk about that in a little bit next week on another on another short pod um but gambling records travis tweeted out some lines on saturday, saturday did terrible and did terrible i didn't he was he wanted me to pick some american alliance football games and i said I'm not going to do that week one. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. So yeah. I pass on Saturday. Um, how'd you? What was your final record on Saturday? Saturday was two and four. Eh. Not terrible. And then Monday I had one game. I picked Kansas, so one and zero. So overall, it was three. But our Tuesday, our Tuesday parlay was solid. Yes. So I think we're going to start doing that from now on. We're start doing Tuesday parlays where we kind of put out a little graphic on IG and throw out something on Twitter, record videos and go live on IG to talk about what we think is, is best for that night. I think that's our best bet going forward on to give you advice for betting. Myself went three and one. Travis also went three and one. Uh, the only one for me that didn't hit was that under a five and a half goals for the blues game. And I almost wanted to take the blues spread because blues minus one and a half last night was yeah, plus like plus it was plus it was plus one ten. Yeah, so that's I almost good. did it. I was like, I don't think they'll win by more than by, by two goals. So and they win by five. Yeah. <laughs> and then the goals. Michigan game for me, it seems as if every time Michigan, you know, just comes around and shits in their hand because they lose to Penn State, who's an absolute horrible basketball team. Yeah, they're like they're like seven and they have seven wins on the year, some shit like that. Eight, they have eight. Eight and now. It's not even it's not even like it's not even like it was a close game. They were up by double digits almost the entire time. It wasn't close. Yeah. I mean, 
just Meanwhile, throw me that Louisville game, that Louisville Duke game. Jesus Christ. But I nailed that one on the head. I even said, I was like, this is a trap game for Duke. And they should have lost if Louisville didn't ultimately choke. There were a lot of good basketball games on last night, surprisingly, Tuesday night. Um, Marquette's looking solid, so that's going to solidify some picks for me going forward. But, yeah, on the year, Jared is 12-11. and 11. Because I have picked more, I am 15-16-1. That brings us to 27-27-1. So I'll take it. We have a lot. Right at 500. Yeah, with like March Madness and stuff, we have a lot of cool shit coming up. So a lot of stuff. That'll, to do. that'll be fun. Um, real quickly on the intro, we just want to talk about this weekend was this past weekend was the first weekend of the American Alliance of Football. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I told you I was gonna maybe watch some, but I didn't watch a fucking lick of it. If I'm being 100 honest with you, yeah, I didn't watch any on Sunday. I watched about five minutes of a game on Saturday. Everyone tweeted out the video of, oh, this is legal in the AAF, which is that hit on that quarterback. That sack. Which was a sweet hit, and it was nice and all. But then again, they turn around on Sunday and flag Trent Richardson for a touchdown celebration. So Yeah, that was lame. And, I mean, I looked at some of the, like, the scores themselves. Blowouts. Yeah, just blowouts. Not even close at all. The two teams that we both said were going to look the best looked the best, the Birmingham, the Birmingham Iron and the Arizona Hotshots. I think yeah. Arizona Hot Shots put up like 40 points or some shit like that. I said the Legends were going to be someone to look out for, and they looked absolutely terrible. Mike Vick quit on them like right before the season, apparently. And they don't look good. They're, they're not even playing Aaron Murray, so I don't know. He came in for a little bit. I know. He's like, they both he threw, threw like interceptions. Two passes. They both threw interceptions. But either way, Birmingham Iron looks solid. Arizona Hot Shots look solid. They are definitely our favorites too. Yeah, I'll say those. Those are just from looking at the rosters last week. Those are my two favorites. I think we're going to win, and I think yeah. the Arizona Hotshots won like forty to six, and Birmingham Iron won twenty six to nothing. So, yep. um, so anyway, we'll, we'll kind of talk about more of that going forward. Maybe I'll get some time to watch some of those games this weekend. I seriously highly doubt it because um, it's not going to be like flip NFL where I'm going to carve out time to like sit down and watch the games. If I happen to be sitting down, nothing's on. I'll watch it, but I'm honestly I'm probably gonna play Xbox over watching the American Alliance football. That's yeah, just... same. So um, that's gonna wrap up our intro. We're gonna roll into a expanded trending topic segment. We're gonna talk about NBA All Star Weekend. Talk about our preseason NBA picks and how they're looking now. Also talk about Antonio Brown and Joe Flacco as well. Let's roll the clip. All right, uh, this week's trending topic is a little bit extended for you. We're going to try to keep it as short and not ramble on as much. Um, we got NBA All-Star Weekend coming up this weekend, which is usually pretty pretty fun to watch, the, uh, the Saturday night skills competitions and stuff. So we have on tap for you guys, we have the skills competition, I think is first that night. And in that, I'm going to run through the list and the betting odds. De'Aaron Fox is at plus 250, who's the favorite. Luka Doncic is at plus 325. Trey Young, plus 375. Mike Conley, plus 550. Nikola Jokic, plus 600. Jason Tatum, plus 600. Kyle Kuzma, plus 700. And Nikola Vucevic at plus 900. So you remember how they do this now? They do it differently where like all the bigs are on one side of the bracket yeah. and all the guards are on the other side of the bracket. And then I think the final is a big and a guard going against yeah. each other, which I feel is totally unfair. Well, the last two years, a, a big man's won it. Yeah. Um, this year, I don't have that being the case. 
Oh, I could see Tatum winning. I so let's just go for it. We're not going to include these in our betting records, but we want to pick a, you know our favorite just in case we do win. So who do you got? I think Tatum. Uh, I think Tatum. Tatum. I, I forget what it is. Then isn't there like there's some shooting involved, right? So it's a it's like a little dribble. It's like a dribble route, um, a passing. Bounce, you have yeah, to bounce pass three. too. Yeah, bounce pass, chest pass, dribble around, layup, and then the three ball to win. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I like I like Tatum. I mean, seriously, at plus six hundred, those are pretty good odds. And it's good odds. Yeah, I I was looking at. Tatum as well. I was actually looking at Kuzma, but I just think that he's probably going to choke. Um, I'm going to go super vanilla and pick De'Aaron Fox, who's a favorite. Still at plus 250. It's not bad. But, I mean, he's such an athlete. He's so quick, and I think that's the key to, to this drill is being super fast. I he, think, yeah. Yeah. I think Tatum, Tatum's long, though. That's my thing. Like, he can, like, stride it out. And, like, he can probably get down, get through that dribble course and, like, what well, – it could be Tatum and Fox in the in the final. Yeah, yeah, very well could. So um, that would be cool. I mean, I'm thinking like when it comes down to clutch time, you want a, a great shooter. And I'm looking at this list, and I mean, you could I guess Trey Young, but I think yeah, the, I think Luca could pop if he's if he can move fast enough. That's my thing. I think he's too slow. I think he's too yeah. slow. Yeah. Um, Tatum is just the, like the long stride. So I I'm, I'm going to take Tatum to win the skills contest, even though. This is always a crapshoot. Yeah, it is. So, Jared Sagan Tatum at plus 600. Bang for your buck. I'm going to go vanilla. De'Aaron Fox at plus 250. Either way, we'll let you know. Um, next, we have the Mountain Dew three-point challenge. Which is it is really the night. Mountain Dew? What's, what's the skills contest sponsored by? Taco Bell. Oh, nice. Makes sense. Um, Taco Bell skills challenge. Mountain Dew three-point challenge. And we have a pretty big list here, so bear with me. Uh, Steph Curry is the favorite, of course, at plus 200. Buddy Heald is plus 400. Devin Booker, plus 450. Seth Curry, plus 550. Joe Harris, plus 750. Kemba Walker, 900. Damian Lillard, 900. Danny Green, 1,200. Chris Middleton, 1,200. And Dirk Nowitzki at 1,500. I can't believe um, Dirk's even on that list. I hate, it's got to be just the simple fact of, I mean, it's this is last, last year. year. Yeah. So. Um, but a huge list of people here, and this one kind of stumped me. I mean, it's hard not to pick Steph Curry. Like, I saw Buddy Heald in this list, and is Buddy Heald even having a good year? Uh, yeah, Buddy Heald. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I'm going to tell you, he's my pick at plus 400. He's second. Um, so two Kings players in a row. He's fourth in the NBA in three-point percentage at 45%, right behind Seth Curry and Joe Harris. But Seth Curry has 139 attempted threes. Harris has 275, and then Heald has 427. Jesus Christ. So at 45%, and then Steph's right behind him. So Yeah, I mean, I – I've watched it so many years, and I root against Steph Curry every year. And the only year that Steph Curry lost that I watched, I think, is when he lost to Clay Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> so, like another another Splash Brother. 
So I'm just going to pick Steph Curry, plus 200. Still not, still, still not a bad bet. Even though Seth Curry is kind of interesting to me, it would be cool to see, yeah. them, see the two brothers in the finals, um, even though they could, that whole family can fuck off and jump off a cliff. Um, <laughs> I hate Steph Curry. He's the worst fucking person. That stupid goddamn shimmy he does after he makes a shot makes you want to fucking throat punch him. Well, hopefully he doesn't do any of those in the three-point challenge, even though you picked him. Well, he can't because he has to shoot him back to back to back. <laughs> At the end. I'm going to pick yeah. Buddy Heald, um, plus 400. Pretty good bang for your buck. I mean, if you really want to go dark horse and pick somebody down there, you know, feel free if you think. Chris Danny Mills- Green would be my like, super dark horse. Yeah. He, uh, if he I gets mean, hot, he's good, but, he's, but if he's off, he's fucking off. Even Kemba, yeah, he's 900. So Yeah. Um, either than any of them, I think anybody on this list can win. So who knows? Yeah. Um, next is the last one of the night, the AT&T slam dunk competition. This is the worst thing. This is the worst part of NBA. I'll start. We can get rid of this. It's terrible. All the judges, it's straight up nines or tens. Yeah. And like, let's let's get some fucking names in here. I don't even know who this last guy is. Uh, Hamadou Diallo for the thunder. I'm sure. Sure. He's like probably a bench player. Let's he's see six foot minutes. five, 198 pounds. So he's a minutes this guy's fucking played this year. Anyway, Travis, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go ahead. And, you know. I just feel like it's, it's a nine or a 10. Even when they miss, they'll give them a seven. And if it's a cool, if it's a cool dunk and they miss, sometimes it's an eight. It's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, and, the, uh, the four people are Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, who is at plus 200 miles. Bridges is plus 225. John Collins is also plus 225. And then Hamadou Diallo is at plus 300. So not a lot of discrepancy here um, as far as, like, you know, this – I mean, this Hamadou Diallo guy gets 11 minutes per game. So, wow. Okay. Anyway, I feel like it's a bunch of people who, like, there's no marketable stars here. The biggest name on this list is probably Dennis Smith Jr. And a lot of people know him probably because he just got traded from the Mavericks to, to the Knicks. So, Travis, I mean, who, who do you think is going to win this? I mean, I know mine's, mine's pretty vanilla. Yeah, I mean, it was down between Dennis Smith Jr. and Miles Bridges just from simple, like, athleticism. And Dennis Smith Jr. has crazy dunks. He's just known for his dunks when he was in Dallas. So, and I'm going to have to go with this because I can't believe he's not, like, minus 200. Yeah, I think he should be the pure favorite. Um, like you said, he's, he's young. He's got, he's got bounce. Um, so. and all these guys are fairly young, but Dennis Smith Jr. is just known for dunking yeah. like crazy. I hope one year, like LeBron's, like last, like like maybe five years in the league or through a couple of years in the league, he he participates in this. That'd be. I so mean, he fun. should do it sooner and later. The dude can fly. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why he doesn't, but he would probably win. Well, I know why he's not doing it this year because he had literally just came back from a groin issue. So yeah, that makes sense. But I think we're both going with Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, shit, even if he's plus two hundred, so put whatever you want down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, fucking do a goddamn honestly do just a straight up parlay of all the favorites in this thing and you might win and it's plus 200 plus 200 plus 250 so maybe pretty good payout if you can parlay it bovada is kind of shitty with that sometimes so yeah. and i didn't see the skills challenge participants on my bookie so Ooh, yeah my bookie taking shots at you um so we're yeah, just gonna we're- yeah, we're gonna that that's NBA All Star Weekend. The All Star Game is shitty. No one, I mean, it's it's kind of fun to watch. If I had to, if I had to watch any All Star Game, it'd probably probably be the NBA All Star Game because it's basketball at its purest fan form. No defense, a lot of flashy plays. Um, 
So yeah, but really Saturday nights were all where all the action kind of kind of takes place at. Um, and now we're gonna we're gonna recap our NBA season predictions. So way back in episode seven, so shit, nearly like 15, 16 episodes ago, back in October, Travis and I went through and gave some predictions for the NBA season. We're not gonna run through all of them because we'll, we'll revisit them at the end of the NBA season. Even though we never really did revisit our NFL preseason predictions, but whatever. Um, we're gonna re- we're gonna revisit five of them. Um, our surprising team, our most our underperforming team, our league MVP, our defensive player of the year, and our rookie of the year. So Travis, for you, who did you have for your most surprising team in the NBA this season and how are they performing? I had the Dallas Mavericks. Um, they aren't doing so great. They're 26 and 30. Still better than last year. I mean, I'm not saying – I mean, I feel like most surprising team, it's not like, oh, they're going to win top five in the conference. Uh, they're 11th, so not great. They're four games back of the playoffs. I feel like if they can make the playoffs, that would be surprising enough for me to have them in there. Yeah. They got rid of Dennis Smith Jr. and freaking DeAndre Jordan for Porzingis, which is not really going to impact them this year because they said that Porzingis is going to sit out probably all year now. Yeah. Um. So unless they can really string together these last like 25 games or so, then and make the playoffs, then they would be surprising, but not a whole lot of promise. Yeah, my surprise, my most surprising team was the Indiana Pacers, um, and I know Oladipo going down for the year kind of kind of hurt him. That was surprising. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was surprising. <laughs> but I'm I mean, looking at it, they're still third in the East. They've won six in a row. Um, so they're finding okay. ways to win without them, and they're going to make the playoffs for sure because they're, they're third in the East. Behind them, you have the Celtics and the 76ers who are both two games back of them for that third spot. But then after that, you have the Nets who are 14 games back uh, total and like you know 10 games back of them. So they're going to be a probably top five seed in the East for sure. Um, and I feel like for a team that you know really – Especially now, losing Oladipo, if they can get a top four seed and get home home court advantage in their first round of the playoffs, that's that's a pretty surprising team for me. So um, I feel like if they can be decently above where they were in the preseason power rankings, that's yeah. okay. I still just think the East is the Raptors or the Bucks to lose at this point. I mean, the Bucks have lost fourteen games. They've lost less games than the Warriors. Yeah, that's fucking wild. It's going to be crazy. Rolling into our next one that are from our preseason picks was our uh, most our underperforming team. Who was your underperforming team, Travis? And are they actually underperforming? <laughs> no, I shit the bed on this one. My underperforming team was the Denver Nuggets, who are now sitting in second place in the West with a 38-18 and 18 record. So doesn't say much about my prediction. And I don't really know what to say other than I was just dead wrong. Even yeah. now, though, looking at their lineup, I'm still not impressed, but they're doing well. Uh, Nikola Jokic is averaging almost a triple-double. Isaiah Thomas and, comes back tonight, too. Hey, maybe maybe he can throw the wrench in the hole that I'm missing because Isaiah Thomas lately has seemed to not do good for teams. Yeah, and they're thinking that Michael Porter Jr. might come back for the playoffs, apparently. That would be even better. Yeah. Because he can come in and hey, just Did you guys not see what happened when Michael Porter Jr. came back for Mizzou basketball's playoffs last year, essentially? We went they did worse. Oh, and two. We lost in the first round of the SEC tournament and then lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. So, um, yeah. 
My underperforming team was the San Antonio Spurs. Um, and I feel like that's kind of accurate. Right now you're looking at they're sitting at seventh in the West at 33 and 26. And they very easily could not make the playoffs because behind them you have the Kings, the Clippers, and the Lakers, which I think the Lakers will end up making the playoffs. I think mark my words on that one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and stand by that. They're only two and a half games back of the eighth seed. But really, I mean, the San Antonio Spurs are in the, the Lakers are only four back of them. So their preseason really, power rank was seventh. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I was pretty accurate on that, on that front. They're right now the seventh seed. If the playoffs were to start today, they would play the Denver Nuggets. Um, they could very well not even make the playoffs with 20 some odd games left. So, yeah. So that's a good one. Uh, mine aren't too great. One terrible one and one that's eh. And then you had two pretty good ones. So next, let's move on to league MVP. And for these player awards, um, let's just talk about who we picked, um, you know, where they're sitting right now. And if you want to change it and predict someone else, we can do that. Okay. So for league MVP, um, we both had Giannis. Yep. Um, and the front runners, I feel like, are him, James Harden, and Paul George are the top three. Yep. And when I, I was, looking I, at, I think Paul George is going to get thrown out of that pretty. Yeah. And I was looking at the stats. I have them here. I'm not going to rip them off to you guys because it's kind of crazy and you just get confused. But um, it's kind of foggy for me. I will say the only thing that concerns me about Giannis is he's not he's not even top five points per game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, he's 20. I mean, his his stat line's good, but I don't think it's best in the league. No. I mean, you have James Harden who's scoring 36 points a game. <sighs> don't even get me started. I could have an episode about James Harden. Yeah, he's a fucker. He, uh, takes, way, he takes way too many shots. He takes like 15 free throws a game. He's averaging 24, 24 shots a game. Yeah, his shooting percentage is like – Low 40s. Meanwhile, that's my, that, that's my thing about Giannis. I'm not going to change my, my pick from Giannis because it's, it's solid. Giannis is averaging 17 shots per game, but he's shooting 58%. Yeah. 58%. Like he's definitely he, – So you want to talk about like player. best like, like – sorry to cut you off, but like best like field goal percentage in the league, there's only eight guys in front of Giannis. Seven of them – six of them are centers – the other two are pretty much center power forwards. It's uh, Demonis Sabonis and then Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, so big men. Yeah, big Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Jordan, Clint Capella, Stephen Adams, JaVale McGee, DeAndre Ayton, 
Sabonis and Harrell are in front of are in front of Giannis. The only argument I can make is right now I feel like Russell Westbrook is very undervalued and underrated here. Twenty one points, eleven boards, eleven assists, two steals a game. So he's averaging a triple double, and he's not even being talked about. So. And it sucks because it's like go back goes back to that thing where he's not his team. The, the Thunder are just okay. They've been doing really well as of lately, but then you, I mean Paul George is I don't know how he's shadowing him because I don't know. I mean also uh, Russell Westbrook won it last year, and I think Russell Westbrook kind of like has a syndrome as to where like he did so good last year when he won the MVP that he's not going to ever live up to that, and that's what's kind of hindering him and holding him back a bit. I mean, he's but, right there. He's close. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I'm going to stick with Giannis. I'll stick with Giannis. Yeah. He's, he's the front runner still after this time. I mean, 27, that, 27 points, 12.6 rebounds, pretty much six assists, averaging on 58% shooting. I mean. 1.5 steals, 1.4 blocks. So, not bad. Um, and, and for the best team in the league as well. Yeah. So, we're going to keep Giannis. Uh, we're going to move on to Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I had Andre Drummond. Jarrett had Kawhi Leonard. My Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. That is. I don't think Kawhi is a front runner for that anymore. No, he's not. Um, um, my my. I have four front runners. I'm just gonna say him: Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, and I think Andre Drummond should be right up there, close to it. Yeah. I Gobert th- didn't Gobert win it last year? I think. Um, I think. I, I think. I don't know if if AD ends up actually playing for the Pelicans because I've heard some rumors that he's not going to play or the Pelicans are going to sit him or whatever. Um, if AD ends up finishing the year, I think he'll win. Oh, I have him as my favorite now. I yeah. would definitely change it. 9.9 defensive rebounds, 1.6 steals, 2.6 blocks. Yeah. Um, my but pick- the only thing is he's only played 44 games. Yeah, I, still don't, I don't think that matters. No, I don't, I don't think, think it does. Because, like, NBA, like, you know, I think past years, NBA players – used to rest all the fucking time. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think in, in close second is Andre Drummond, 9.8 defense rebounds, 1.6 steals and 1.8 block. Uh, for sure. Not- for sure. For sure. So we're going to, I'm going to change mine. Anthony Davis. I think Jared is as well. Yeah. I just think if he ends up playing the whole year that he'll end up actually being, the guy to do it. Um, my guy with Kawhi Leonard, my pick, I, I kind of went a dark horse there. I remember saying that when we did our preseason predictions. And, I mean, he's having a good year. Like, no, most definitely having good. a good year. He's having a great offensive year, and Toronto looks pretty good um, coming out of that East. Yeah. Um, I think mainly he was just a dark horse because we didn't know how he was going to do coming off the sitting out so long. But – that's that. And then uh, our last one is Rookie of the Year. Um, I had Luka Doncic. Jared had Colin Sexton. I think we all know who it's going to be, and there's really not much to say about it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be Luka Doncic. But I want to say Colin Sexton is not having a bad year. No, he's not. But he's just not getting the attention that he deserves because he playing. plays for the Cavaliers. And I thought the Cavaliers are going to be a bit better um, than they are. But I also didn't know Kevin Love was going to be out for the whole fucking year. So – um, that's kind of hindered it a bit, but I mean, Colin Sexton is averaging, um, where's that? He's shooting four, shooting 40%, which is, which isn't bad at rookie 39 from three. So, I mean, not terrible 
averages – What are his points, rebounds, assists? Yeah, averaging almost 15 points a game, 14.9. So, as a rookie, he's putting up good numbers. And I feel like he's getting, like you said, thrown under because he plays for a horrible Cavaliers team. Yeah. Luca, though, he's, he's uh, shooting 43% from the field, pretty much 35 from three, averaging right around 21 points, seven boards, and five and a half assists. For sure, for sure. Yeah, if, I mean, he, he's, he's going to win. Um, and that was, that was a good call in the preseason. I remember a lot of people were skeptical about, about how he was going to play and how he was going to integrate himself into the NBA, so that was definitely a good call. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say before we move on to our two quick NFL topics is I'm looking at it right now, and I, you know, I, I knew it, I saw it on Twitter, but the Knicks have lost 17 games in a row. Wow. I saw somewhere on Twitter wow. that if you were to bet $100 on every single game for them to lose and, like, take the, take your winnings and, like, you know, bet it on their next game, you would have won, netted over $9,000 right now. And you start out with $100? You bet, a, you bet $100 from, from, from the first game they lost in the streak and take your winnings from every night and bet, the, bet your winnings that they'll lose, bet it on the other team money line, You'd have won nine thousand dollars by now, man. Yeah, where where was this insight last month? Well, I don't think they. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever lost seventeen in a row. That's a franchise record for them. Kind of a nice down payment on a home or something. No shit. Uh-huh. So that's kind of a recap of our NBA preseason predictions and kind of how they sit now. Again, we'll revisit everything and how we stacked up on our preseason predictions when the playoffs roll around. But right now, there are two big topics that have been talked about in the NFL the last two days. Um, yesterday, uh, Antonio Brown sent out the tweet saying, you know, so long, Pittsburgh. You know, it's been a nice nine years or whatever. And today, obviously, it was announced that Joe Flacco is being traded from the Baltimore Ravens to the Denver Broncos. So real quickly, because I mean, really don't know what to say about the first piece, you know, Antonio Brown, trade destinations, you know, where do you think this 30-year-old receiver is going to go? I don't even know. It just really depends on where he wants to go. I'm just tired of these fucking drama queens saying, trade me, and I want to go here, and this is where I'm going to go, and I'm not going to be happy until you trade me there. Yeah. It's just annoying. I think the biggest landing spot for him, he's not going to go to a team that's a loser. So you can throw out the Bills and the Jets because I know everyone's going to throw out the Bills and the Jets out there. You can throw them out the window. An interesting spot for me, two of them actually, are the Eagles. 49ers. And the 49ers, yep. Eagles and the 49ers. One, because the 49ers have trade assets. I mean, the Eagles really don't have much to offer besides Foles, which Pittsburgh doesn't need Foles because they have big – basically Foles reincarnated in, 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 in Big Ben – but the 49ers have assets they can offer up, young players, draft picks. Um, they even have, you know, that uh, – don't they have, like, the number two pick in the draft this year? Some shit like that? yeah. So they could offer that up and, you know, pretty much I would just do that straight up. If I was the Steelers and you can give me the second, second overall pick for a 30-year-old receiver, fine, have them. I mean, you're getting it for free because the dude's not going to play for you, so. Yeah. I don't think he wants to play there unless something crazy happens. He's just being a drama queen that wants more money, which I think he's already getting enough. Um, I think that trading him for the second pick overall would be a win if you're the Steelers. I think if it were up to him, I think he might look to go to the Browns, but there's no way in hell the Steelers would ever trade him to the Browns. 
There's but. just not enough room for him. You have Antonio Callaway. You have Jarvis Landry. You have they just picked up fucking the the woman beater. Um, they have Nick Jesus. Chubb. That's yeah. We're not even gonna put our hands on that topic. Um, if I'm Nick Chubb, I am fucking furious. I'm furious. I'm leaving. Yep. As soon as uh, I can, I'm leaving. But you're gonna pick me up for this fucking two bit thug? Are you kidding me? That sucks. But as far as the Antonio Browns concerned, like I'm just tired of the players requesting trades and being crybabies and divas and who knows where he's going to go. He has football, some yeah, ideas football players are by. Uh, it's a close one between NFL and NBA players as to who who are the biggest divas. Well, yeah, I mean you don't see players sitting out a whole season though because they didn't get paid what they want, like Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that's true. Steelers are getting the shit under the stick here. They are going to be bad in two years. Yes. I like Juju, though. I like Juju as as the number one guy. But well, When you have no quarterback and no other threats, you're going to be kind of worrying. Yep. So we'll see. I But I think the, the two most intriguing options for me are the Eagles and the Niners. I think the Niners is where he'll end up because they yeah, have new assets. And that team is going to be good. If they get Antonio Brown, that team will, mark my words, will be pretty fucking good next year. Yeah, they'll be they'll be solid. They'll definitely have a wild card intention on their side. Nah, fuck that. They'll compete with that dirty ass team in blue and blue and gold in LA for the title. We'll see. So the second one obviously today was announced that Joe Flacco is being traded from the, the Baltimore Ravens to the Denver Broncos. There's, there hasn't been any details released because they can't become official until March 13th, so we can't find any details until then. They said it's for a mid-round pick. That's what they're speculating, but no like official details can be released to the public until March 13th um, yeah. when the new league year starts. But basically, when I – like, what the fuck – one, this basically solidifies that the Broncos aren't drafting Drew, Drew Locke at 10. I, I completely disagree with everyone that's saying that. I mean – Think about it. That is the new norm. You get a veteran quarterback to train your rookie that you draft. I think this opens up the possibility more. What are they going to do with Case Keenum? You're going to fucking say, hey, here's this train. Get on it and never come back. That mean, they're gonna, they, that's going to be a huge cap hit. I think you got like a two-year, like $40 million deal or some shit like that. I think that this opens up the Broncos to – Definitely be a wild card in drafting quarterback. Everyone's like, oh, there's a quarterback taken off the board that they could draft. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that – because what are you, you going to do when Joe Flacco retires in two years and you don't have anybody? I don't know. I hope you suck dick next year and, you know, get a, get a shot at Trevor Lawrence or um, – Well, Trevor Lawrence won't be there till the following year. There you go. There you go. Get him then. I don't know. But you, you have Case Keenum who's due $18 million in 2019. Joe Flacco now they're inheriting his contract. What's they what's could, he getting paid? They could probably find a buyer for Case Keenum. I don't think so, man. I think any team that's yeah, I think they could find a buyer for Joe him. Flacco's due eighteen and a half million next year. So you got two quarterbacks in your roster right now who are due a total combined thirty six million dollars next year. Thirty seven. Well, thirty six and a half, but yeah, uh, I thought they were both sixteen and a half. But either way, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, but then you're drafting a rookie quarterback, and then Case Keenum's off your plate, so you're going to get a rookie deal, and Case Keenum's gone. Anyway, I think this was stupid. Depending on what they gave up for him, stupid. I thought of it. You, you think you're going to try me? Stupid! I'm not going to let you get the chance. <laughs> um, I just think when I when I saw this trade, 
and like we think about Case Keenum and Joe Flacco, you know that meme of the two Spider-Mans point point at each other? That's, That's what him. this is. Yeah. That's what this is. Cause like I looked at their stats. I was looking it up. I'm not taking Joe Flacco's stats from this past year into account because he only played nine games. He's back 20, let's go back to 2017 for Joe Flacco compared to Case Keenum this year. So Joe Flacco in 2017 threw for 31, 3,141 yards, 64% completion percentage, 18 touchdowns, and 13 picks. Go look at Case Keenum, who yeah. threw for 3,800 yards, almost 3,900 yards, 62% completion percentage, 18 touchdowns, and 15 picks. They're like literally the same quarterback. The only thing is that's separating their, their differences is their fucking height. And that's, age, probably. No, they're both the same. We're on the same age. Wow. Case well, you know the quarterback, 30, the better quarterback's Joe Flacco. Case Keenum is 30, turns, literally turns 31 in four days. Joe Flacco is uh, – he's 34. So, yeah, I was going to say, he's older. But Case Keenum's still. done nothing in his career. Joe Flacco's been there. He's, he's taken them to the Super Bowl, maybe Bowl. He's a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, so he knows what to do. He's better. I mean, You're the not fact taking that Broncos team to the Super Bowl, especially in that fucking division, especially in that division with the Chiefs, with the Chargers. I, think even, I even think the Raiders are going to be better than the Broncos next year. Yeah, I just think that people are throwing out that quarterback thing when they should probably be diving deeper into who is going to be training this quarterback and it's going to be Joe Flacco because he's done in three years. You're right. That, that makes a lot of sense. We'll see, though. I mean, if somebody else is there at – I mean, if, if you're John Elway and you draft Drew Locke at 10 or somebody at 10 and then you haven't cut Case Keenan by then and you're the owner, like, hey, John. Why the fuck do we have three quarterbacks on our roster? Why do we have three starting quarterbacks on our roster? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. It just all depends what happens. I if I'm Denver, I'm drafting a quarterback. Yeah, if the right one's there, we'll see. We shall see a lot of draft stuff coming up. We'll talk more about it. But I just don't know. I think it's. I don't think it's smart. I think. I mean, you could have done the same thing with Case Keenan without fucking giving up one of your picks or whatever. I guess, but Case Keenan's not going to be much of a trainer to a rookie quarterback. I mean, Joe Case Flacco Keenum had one good season. Joe Flacco is average at best. Joe, first of all, you want to talk about like seasons in the league? They both been among the Joe Case Keenan has been in the league for seven years. Joe Flacco has been in the league for a lot longer than that. But I mean, like their stat, their career stats or averages are just like damn near fucking identical, man. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, like Joe Flacco is just like Alex Smith was, though he's a he's an average player, and he trained Patrick Mahomes to be pretty damn good. So I think it's less about training and less about you know having a a bridge quarterback. You have that guy where. Yeah, he can provide some insight to the rookie quarterback, but the rookie quarterback can just sit down and know and understand, like, no, for a fact. Like, unless this guy gets hurt, I have an entire season, an entire year to learn everything I need to know about being an NFL quarterback. And the thing is, too, what I'm looking at, if, if Drew Locke is the quarterback to go to, not stats-wise, I'm, I'm, I think Drew Locke can be a lot better, but Joe Flacco and Drew Locke are the same quarterback. Drew Locke's a little more mobile, but yeah. A little bit, but they have deep accuracy, bomb-ass arm, and they they just aren't that mobile. They're the same. Yeah. They're tall. Yeah. 
We'll see. I don't know. I we'll see how it plays out. I'm really interested to see on March 13th, a month from today, literally, on what they gave up for Joe Flacco. That's what I think the third or fourth, just like a third or a fourth. That's that's a great deal. If you can, if you can get rid of Case Keenum because you have to cut him and you have to pay and you have to pay him, I think that I think I I, I disagree. But we shall we'll see. see. Future episodes. Yeah, that's gonna wrap up our hopefully short. By the time I edit it, hopefully it's short episode for this week. We'll be back with a new one next week. Maybe talking. We'll figure out some sports stuff to talk about. Um, talk a little bit about the Oscars. But then I think after that, we may actually no, we won't because there's a big UFC fight coming up the following weekend. We might be coming out with weekly episodes, but just shorter. We're, we haven't decided. Regardless, hit us up, follow us. And then about the T-shirts, if you guys are interested in a T-shirt, let us know. We may send out like a, we may tweet out like a Google order form. And then once we get a bunch of orders in, Travis may be able to order some shirts, some, some shirts for you guys. Yeah, there needs to be a solid amount because um, that's the that way we can get obviously better pricing for you guys um, to put an order in. So if you are interested, don't wait around. Um, let us know and we will get get that up and going for you. Um, I tweeted out a picture of them already. They're pretty yeah. sweet. I like them. So yeah, I think us. I think the best move is for us to just tweet out like a, a Google order form. Have 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 people filling them out saying yes. Here's my size. Here's my name. You know, here, uh, yes, I'll, I'll pay. And then once we get a bunch of people in after a week or so, we do an order and then we just send them a Venmo request. That's a good idea. So if we do that and you fill one out, don't expect your t-shirt to be in, you know, in, in a week and we will, we will follow up. It'll be a slow play, but we want to get you guys these shirts cause we like them and we have them and we'd like to see you guys wearing them. So for sure. Um, follow us up. We will be tweeting out our lines this weekend of whatever sports we decide yeah. to do. And that's at Two Drunk yeah. Brothers on yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see you next week. Yeah. Peace yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.